Okay, we are learning as for Shalim Rafi Yitzchak Aaron ben Miriam. We're at the bottom of Tetzvah ben Beis. Yesterday we learned that although by Daraisa law, glass is not Makabotoma, glass is not Makabotoma, is not one of the materials that's mentioned in the Torah for having the ability to be Makabotoma. But the rabbis were still going to say that glass is Makabotoma. And the reason why the rabbis made such a decree is that it resembles earthenware. The resemblance is that both of them come from the ground. The earthenware, obviously, from the ground, and the uh, glass is made from the sand. So because of that, the rabbis were gozer tuma. So the bottom two words on the tesvavim beis elamayatov. That's the reason why glass and mikabel tuma alone time we got bun. Glass shouldn't be mikabel tuma from the outside. Again, earthenware has unique halacha that when it's mikabel tuma, the accepts tuma only by something going in the interior of the cleave. But something just touching the outside is not mikabel tuma. So the gemara's question is: So why should glass? Why should glass be makabal tumah from the outside if it's only like earthenware? That's the reason it's makabal tumah. So earthenware is only makabal tumah from the inside. So glass should also be like that. Where do we see not that way? Lamatanan, clay, charis, clay, nazar, earthenware, and, and, and nazar. So nazar is a big question what it is, but it's something that's like earthenware. Tumas and shavah, they the same type of tumah. They get the tumah and they give off the tumah through the interior. Again, that's the big characteristic of earthenware, that the tumah only goes in and goes out through something being in the interior of the kli. They could also have tumah go in through the outside. What does that mean through the outside? So Rashi explains it doesn't mean through touching the outside. It means if there's a little hollow um, hole, let's say on some, and it's not the main catcher, it's not the main hole of the kli, but let's say you have like um, Rashi's example, um, and, and I'll just give this example where where you have a cup and there's like a stem and a base and there's a hole on the bottom of the bottom of the base. So that's another place where that hole could be considered the interior of the Kli and Makabal Tumah uh, from there. But it just simply touches the walls, the outside walls of the Kli Kharis. It's not Makabal Tumah. It doesn't just get Tumah through touching the outside. It should be Rasa Mitah Rasa. Another din by earthenware is that as soon as it breaks, uh, it loses its Tumah. Uh, there's no putting them in a mikvah. Or then where there's no putting them in mikvah, as we learned yesterday, it's only we become star if they break. So anyways, we see from that mission, we can make an inference. It's only those two types of materials, or then where materials, where we say that uh, it has that law. Nothing else has that law, meaning nothing else has the law that is makabatoma only from the interior, not from touching the outside wall. But the problem is, our question is, what about glass? The reason why glass and makabotoma is because it's like earthenware. So then it should also share that same law that earthenware has, that it's only makabotoma from the inside and not from the outside. So the Gemara answers, even though we're saying they're really like earthenware, but there's another quality of glass that's actually like metal. When it breaks, you could fix it. Right, you could fix it because you 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 melt it down and then you you redo it, you reblow the glass. So since in that way it's like metal, the rabbis therefore said it also has the din of a klimatras. Just as a klimatras um, metal can be makabel from the outside, so to glass makabel from the outside. So now things are getting very complicated because the main reason why the rabbis are saying that glass is makabel because it's like earthenware, and that's why we learned yesterday, for example, glass can't be can't can't be put in the mikvah. But now we're learning, but the way that it's makabel since it also also resembles metal in the sense that it can be fixed and earthenware can't be fixed so therefore it's makabotoma also from the outside it's a very interesting hybrid glass says the gemara amri elamiyata another question we have if it's makabotoma because it's like earthenware i'm sorry if we're saying now that it's like metal so it should it should have, glass should also have the halacha that the old toma comes back when it gets fixed so which is one word of introduction we're going to learn about this in naman base is that most things most <clears throat> if you have a kli that's tamay, as soon as it breaks, it loses its tumma. However, 
uh, let's say a person brings it back, it's broken, it's unusable, and then they bring it back, they fix it. Does the old Tumma come back? So from the Arisa, no way. It's a new Kli. Once it's fixed, the old Tumma doesn't come back. However, the rabbi said that on glass stuff, when you fix it, um, I'm sorry, on metal things, when it's fixed, the halacha is that the tumma comes back. So what's the halacha by glass? By glass, we don't know such halacha that when you fix it, it comes back. Presumably, that halacha is only on metal. But the Gemara is saying, if you just said that glass also resembles metal, so then glass should also have that halacha. Um, we also, it should also have that halacha that, um, that when I fix it, the old tumma should come back. And now the, we cite a Mishnah where the Mishnah goes into this details. The time we learned that a Mishnah klimatlis by metal, if it's flat or if it's hollow, it doesn't matter. Both ways, they can become tummy. That's by metal, doesn't need to have the receptacle, even a flat piece of metal klimatlis. If they get broke, they become tar if they break. If you repair it and you make new klimatlis, the old tumma comes back. We're going to learn this din again. It's the Rabbana din that when you fix a metal cleave that broke, the old tumma comes back. But by glass, what the halacha says, cleates wood, cleate leather, cleates and bones, cleates chuchos, and glass, pshutem torrent. If it's flat, it's hard. In order for all these kids to be makabal tumma, they have to have a receptacle, makabal and tumam. Um, but anything, if they have a hole, uh, if it's hollow, then it's makabal tumma. And the if they break torrent, they become tar. Chazmas and kalim, if you repair it and you make them into new kalim, makabal and tumma laba, they're only susceptible to tumma for the future. So you make the dig, makabal laba, in the mafreyalo. Now that they're fixed, they're nuclei. For the future, they can makabal tumma, but the old tumma doesn't come back. So evidently, the old tumma coming back is only a din on metal. Their eyes were only goes around metal. They weren't goes around glass. So now, that's the end of the Gemara's question. If it's true that glass also resembles metal, and that's the reason we said that glass makabal tumma from the outside, Side because it resembles metal, so it should have that zero to our bottom the same way metal when it's broken, once it's fixed. The rabbi said that the tumma comes back, the old tumma reverts. So we should say the same thing by glass. Glass is like metal, so the old tumma should come back if I fix the glass. My answer is a simple point. It's like too far because to begin with, the whole tumma on glass is midrabbana. And the whole law that when you when a cleat breaks and you fix it, that the old tumma comes back, that also that whole thing is midrabbana. So Matama Madara Isah, he's a Rabbana Tuma. By Tuma, which is from the Torah, Daraisa. So the rabbis made the Tuma on it. But Tuma Durabana, but by Tuma, that's only Durabana to begin with. Like by glass, the rabbis didn't put Tuma on it. So it's like two Durabanas. We don't put two Durabanas together. So since glass to begin with is only Durabana, we don't impose on it the extra stringency, the rabbinic stringency, that the old Tuma comes back. We leave that only to metal, which is Tamim Madara so continuing the Gemara, again, we're continuing this line of reasoning that glass also is somewhat like metal. So the Gemara says, Why is flat glass not makabal tumma? So why don't we simply make the Xera that if glass is like metal on some level, and that's why we said glass is makabal tumma from the outside, so even flat glass should be makabal tumma. We just learned before on that previous mission that we just quoted, that only glass that has a hole, that it's a makabal, that it has a receptacle, is makabal tuma. Flat glass is not. But why? Why is it in the metal? Flat metal is makabal tuma. Must be that it's really not like metal, but... So the Gemara answer is no. After Rabban Hakir, the rabbis made something different about glass from metal. remember it's only Why do we want people to remember it's only Rabbanon? So that they shouldn't burn Trimar Kachim. Meaning, let's say Trimar Kachim would touch a tummy, a tummy glass. And Midaraisa, it's not tummy because glass is taller than Midaraisa. It's only Midarabbanon. And if it's only Midarabbanon, we don't want you to burn the Trimar. We'd only suspend the Trimar. So therefore, in order to, the people should remember that the whole tum of glass is only Rabbanon to begin with, there are the rabbis left one aspect that is more lenient. And that one one aspect is that um, it's only Makabal Tumma if it has a receptacle and not if it is flat.
Okay, so up until now, the approach of the Gemara, again, has been that the reason why the rabbis institute a tumah for glass is because it's like earthenware. However, it's also somewhat like metal in the sense that it can be fixed, and therefore it's makabal tumah from the outside, but it doesn't share the following two characteristics of metal. It's not makabal tumah if it's flat, and it doesn't get the old tumah uh, back once it is fixed. Now we learn a second approach. Again, the second approach is coming to understand if, if, if the reason why, why the rabbi said that glass is makabal tumah is because it's like earthenware, then why is makabal tumah from the outside? So Rabbi Hashigam had a different answer. The Olam Kli was fully like earthenware. We look at, not like metal at all. We look at kasha, the Cholun Tamu Gavon, and this kasha that you have, that it shouldn't be makabal tumah from the outside. The answer is, when glass is see-through. So the inside and the outside is treated like all one because even if something touches the outside, the inside sees it. So that's the reason why it's makabal tumah from the outside, because it's as if it's on the inside, because they're visible through and through the material of the glass. So according to Ravashi, really, there's no resemblance between earthenware and metal. Uh, between, I'm sorry, glass and metal. And that's why glass is fully like the status, halachically, like earthenware by tumah. The one anomaly is that it's makabal tumah from the outside, because the inside and the outside of glass is all the same, since it's see-through. One application of some of the laws that we're learning here is in regards to tefillah's kalim. By tovel and kalim, what you got from a guy also, the halacha is that it's only on metal and not on earthenware. What about glass? There, the Gemara Navodazar says that since glass resembles metal because it can be fixed, it, may, it is makal, um, and, and it's somewhat like metal, that's why we dunk metal in a mikvah. Mikvah is, it, it, dumping glass in a, me, in, in, in a mikvah is only on midrah butter, not midrah raisa. That would seem not to be like Ravashi. It would seem only to be like the first approach of the Gemara, and that's something that uh, the Rishonim here struggle with. Okay, so we learned back before on the Bryce on Dafidal Shimon Shatak taking Subali Ishi was Mzak and the Ksuba for women because with Tomah Klimatras, he said that metal is Makabal Tumah. So the Gemara says Klimatras Darais, and you know, of course, metal is Makabal Tumah. That's black and white in the Torah. Taksiv, Achaz is Ovaz Akasav. The Torah is talking about there, Tomah Tahara. It says black and white. That uh, that any of the metals over there have to be pure, have to be purified. So what do you mean that Shimon ben Shetach was misaking that metal is makabel toma? So the Gemara answers on Israel talking about this law that we're talking about for the old toma. Meaning you had something that was tame. Once you break it, it becomes unusable. The toma leaves. If you fix it, does the toma come back? So maker identity not, but midrabbanan they were misaking that there's an old toma that reverts back once it's fixed. Where do we learn this from? was a holy queen. She was actually Shimon Machetach's sister. She was married to the madman Yamei Amelach. And Shasa Mishal of No, she once made a wedding, a big feast for her son. All the killing became Tamei. So what did she do? She couldn't wait such a long time for, for all of them to become Tar. Because remember, if they become Tamei, they become Tamei, you have to wait a week for, for, for the whole purification process. So she didn't have a week to, a week to wait. So she broke all of them. So they became tar, and then she gave him to, to someone who knew how to fix them, and he, he, he fixed them. And they made them into new utensils, which were now were tar. However, when the Chacham heard about this, the rabbi's reaction was, the old Tumah comes back, meaning you can't beat the system. If you break the clean and then fix it, the old Tumah will come back. My time, what's the reason? In order to protect the Mechatas. The Mechatas is the law that the ashes of the Paraduma, again, anything with contact with the Tami Mace, the Allah has to take a week off. And then on the third and seventh day, it's sprinkled with the ashes from the Paraduma. So if the people would want to, you know, beat the system and not wait the week, they would just break their caleb and then fix them. So the rabbis then would, were concerned that people would forget about how to use mechatas. So in order for that to happen, not to happen, the rabbi said, there's no beating the system. And if you break the clean and fix it, then the old tumma will come back. 
says the Gemara, that's good if you hold like the opinion that the rabbis did not say this for all types of Tuma. They only said it for Tuma, they came in contact with the Meis. Shaper, it makes a lot of sense because since the whole decree is that people shouldn't forget the Mechatas, the Mechatas is used with things in contact with the dead bodies, so then it makes sense. If something became Tame through a Meis, they'll say it, but if something became Tame without a Meis, let's say it just touched a dead chariots where there's no Din of uh, using the par- ashes of the para do much, just you wait a day and that's it. So then you put it in the mikvah and then that's it, shopper, everything's good. According to the view, the opinion, the rabbi said, the Allah of the old Tumah coming back for all types of Tumah, Michael and Mimar, what are you going to say? Meaning, why should the rabbi say that? If the whole reason is that they don't want people to beat the system of waiting for a week, of waiting for a week and using that and forgetting about the ashes of para Duma, so then they should have only said it for Tumah mates. Why in the world are they saying it? Why in the world are they saying it for... Um, for all types of Toma. So Rabbi, Rabbi gives a different answer. So we're scared that people won't really break it the amount that it needs. Meaning, again, this 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 trick only works if you're really fully going to break the cleat. So we're concerned that people are going to kind of like half break it, not fully broken, and then the Toma will still be there and they'll assume that it came off. Different problem. Right uh, here is a way to to get rid of the Toma even on the day itself. It became Tommy's break it and fix it right away. It immediately be tar. But people are going to forget that when you take something to the mikvah, you have to wait until nightfall before it becomes tar. That's regular. If you dip something in a mikvah, you have to wait higher shemesh. You have to wait until nightfall before you're allowed to use it. So we don't want people to forget about the law of higher shemesh. So that therefore, people, the rabbi said, you can't just break the kli. Uh, and then put it back together and use it. It says the Gemara, my benai, what's the difference between the two reasons? If you could totally flatten out the, the Kli and then put it back together. So according to the first reason, you don't have any decree that people aren't going to break it well because here the guy totally destroyed it. But according to the other opinion that um, it's about people thinking that you don't need Harav Shemesh, then here, in fact, Xerot Darbonim would apply. Okay, now we go back to understanding more of the 18 zeros. Idov Mai, what's another one of the 18 zeros? It's not. So, one word of uh, uh, introduction again is that with halacha is that meshuvim, posil and mikvah, meshuvim, drawn water that are niskabal, that are accepted into vessels, maimshuvim, and that apostles and mikvah. The way apostles the mikvah is that before. Uh, the mikvah has 40 saw in it. Before rainwater falls in directly into the pit, if three look at a man, you can fall in and validates all the water and you can never fill it up, it can never become a mikvah. So it did not. We learned in the Mishnah, if you put vessels under a pipe, like a drain, the Kabbalah in order to catch the rainwater in the kalim, whether it's large or small, even if made of stone, or mud, or kalim made out of dung, all these things posted in the mikvah. All these things are considered caught water now, uh, drawn water, and all these things would possibly make with the chedeshis, even though they were caught in kalim, that are makabal tuma, it doesn't matter. The bottom line is the water was caught. Once the water was drawn, uh, then the water now can pass the mikvah. Now, it doesn't make difference if you put the, the, the kli there intentionally to catch the water. If you forgot it there, according to Beisham, it seems it's not important that you have das to catch the water. Even if you just forgot it there, uh, the fact that the water went into the kli would invalidate the water. says it's okay if you forgot it. Bisol is saying that the halach of drawn water is only if the person intended to catch the water. But if the water just happened to go into a vessel, it doesn't possible. Amar Rabbi Meir Meir says, Nimnu Actually, they made a vote. Bishamai's opinion was more than Bisol. Halach is like Bishamai, that it's possible even if you don't have intent. And we say, if somebody forgot his caleb in an open courtyard and it fell in, you know, it's not, he didn't put them under a drain to catch the rain water. He just put some caleb in a, in a, in a chatzar and the water fell into the caleb. The mikvah is good. 
So why is that? Why is Bishamay Maskim? I thought Bishamay is saying that even if you forget your Caleb and the water falls in, it's Mime Shuvim. So we have to see. Um, Rabbi Yossi holds this wasn't one of the Yilchaz Davar. This whole thing is a mistake. There's still Machlokas Bishamay, so this is not one of the 18 decrees that Bishamay was more. So now the Gemara elaborates what is the circle, how do we understand Bishamay's opinion? Again, Bishamay is almost saying two contradictory things. On the one hand, Bishamay is saying it's Maim Shumim even if you don't intend to catch it, even if you just forget your Caleb. On the other hand, Bishamay agrees that if I put buckets in a, in a courtyard and the water rains into the buckets, that, uh, that it's not Maim Shuvim. So what's the difference? Everybody agrees if you put the vessels under the pipe when there, there are dark rain clouds in the sky, to maim the water is tummy. Because clearly your das, when you put them, when there's, when there's dark stormy clouds and you put them under the... Uh, the, the drain, clearly your intent is to catch the water. Bashas peas are of him. If you put them there when the clouds were scattered apart, the miracles are, and everybody agrees the water is good for a mikvah because in that scenario, um, you're not putting it there to catch. And now we're learning a novelty. Even Bishama agrees that you need to have intent to catch the water. Bishama agrees that if you put random uh, Kalim out in your courtyard and it happens to be water fell in a star, or if you put them under under the drain, but it was a, no, not a cloud in the sky, everybody agrees that it's tar. Bishama agrees. What's the dispute? The case was you put the, the vessels um, under the rain pipe when the clouds were, were together. They were gathered together, but it's positive. And then they dispersed, and then they gathered back together. holds that the original intent is already gone. Once the cloud scattered, the original intent is gone. So now, even though the clouds came back and it rained, we don't see his das when the water comes. The other opinion, Bishami says, no, his original intent hasn't gone away. And since he put them there about das to catch water, so even though the rain clouds scattered, but once they come back and now it rains, it's considered he intended to catch the water and the water would be Maim Shuvim. So it comes out, everybody agrees you need intent to catch the water. The specifics of the Machlokas are very narrow in terms of if you put it there at the time it was cloudy and then the clouds disperse and then it rains, whether we done that the water that falls in fell in with intent to be drawn or not. Okay, so that's another one of Yilich HaZdavar. Rabbi Yossi said, Rabbi Yossi said, this isn't one of the Yilich HaZdavar. Rabbi Yossi says that, no, this isn't one of them that Beisham was more than Beisil, it's just a stama Machlokas Beisham and Beisil. So you have one short, we don't have 18. So what is he at? The law that the Kusi little girls are all Nidos as soon as they're born, that was one of the Yilich HaZdavar. So what's behind that? So there's Allah and Hilchos Nida, right? Only Jewish girls have Tamas Nida, non-Jewish girls. But Jewish girls who have a menstrual flow, even if they're a baby, the halacha is, even a baby girl with her menstrual uh, flow would be makabal tumah. However, the kusim, who are these like half-Jews, right, they only have the certain darises and literal things, they don't accept all the halachos, they didn't abide by that. So they felt that their baby girls who would, who would have a menstrual flow would not be makabal tumah. So the rabbi saw that the kusim weren't keeping this, we can't trust them anymore. So we just said every little kusi girl, even baby girls, are automatically assumed to be nida. So that was the, that's the one that replaces the missing one, according to Rabbi Yossi.